0: Hello beautiful people, my name is Mitchell and this is the Back to the Present Podcast where I sit down and discuss this rollercoaster week or life with people of all different smells and smiles. today's episode of the podcast, we have Emily Sorensen. Emily is a spiritual transformation and and embodiment coach who works with women who are ready to embrace themselves and expand their lives. Amongst many other abilities, Emily is also an amazing musician with a beautiful voice. Also, the talent behind the intro and outro of this podcast. Yay! (laughs) Uh, Now everybody knows the secret. Um, Yes so usually as i said before just start with the uh an introduction as to yourself uh a little bit of background um take it wherever you want to take it um and then um where you're at sort of at the moment if you could please emily
1: okay yeah that feels that feels broader. I feel like I could just talk for.
0: Could <laughs> take it away. <laughs>
1: a long time of this. What is there? Anything you want to know in particular, Mitch?
0: Um, I'm. I know. I suppose a little bit about your background. Um, yeah. You do now, and I suppose yeah. um, there's going to be things that I'm unaware of. Um, mm. That's more of a a bit of a story as to. Um maybe it's just let us say a story as to how you got where you are now and then mm. sort of the place that you're at um right here, cool, please,
1: yeah, all right, so I guess what comes to mind is um there is one like there is this pivotal moment in my life um where up until that point. <laughs> life was a certain way and then from that point onwards it was just like you know completely changed completely different (laughs) and it's kind of hard to put words to it and I know that um, many people have had this experience and you know yeah words words never seem to do it justice um but I guess you know before that point there was just so much suffering (laughs) so much um, pain and um, so much struggle within myself. And, you know, it was about eight years ago um, that I was in a committed relationship and I thought I was going to marry this man and start a family together. And then he broke up with me. (laughs) And I was, you know, 30 years old and just completely heartbroken. Mm -hmm. And because I had also uh, created such an identity around that relationship and derived so much of my sense of self from that relationship, when that collapsed, like, so did I, (laughs) in a sense. And so, you know, um the ending of that relationship although it was like the most the most tumultuous time of my life um I'm just so appreciative (laughs) that that man had the courage to end something that from the outside you know looked like a really loving beautiful relationship and from the inside you know we both needed a really big um shake up and he was the one that had the courage to to do that um so you know, I I was thirty. I was single. All of my friends um, were getting married and having children, starting their families, and I just felt, <laughs> you know, like what, what on earth, <laughs> what do I do now? Um, and I just started teaching yoga. I'd I'd been practicing yoga for a while. I'd uh, really got into, um, you know, learning more about how yoga. And be really supportive in these moments of turmoil and upheaval and pain and suffering. Um, So I made the choice to uh, go and study an advanced yoga teacher training over in Bali. Um, So this is back in 2015, and you know I turned up to that training. I was a mess. my head, you know, the constant thoughts about the breakup, the just the not knowing, you know, where to go with my life, what to do. And just the fear—I was totally ridden, riddled, riddled with so much fear. Um, And I went into that um, teacher training like that, (laughs) and it was so intense. It was you know six weeks in Ubud studying the the therapeutic uh, benefits of yoga. So it was a it was a really intentional training around um, how yoga and meditation uh, supports and is like it. An amazing vehicle for awakening and, um, yeah, can really support us to uh, be free from suffering completely free. So, I entered that retreat like in the most pain and suffering I've experienced, and the healing that happened in that six weeks was incredible. But it was at the end of those six weeks, um, that all of the teachers in this training, we invited to, um, spend a week in silence. So we were sitting in meditation for six hours a day, Wow! practicing, uh, pranayama breath work for two hours a day and yoga postures for another two hours a day. So 10 hours of practice every day mm-hmm. <laughs> for seven days yep. <laughs> in silence, wow. you know, and this was my first, I'd never done a silent retreat. Um, and this was my, I'd been meditating for years, but I hadn't, you know, ever really gone into this much depth. I didn't even know what I was in for, to be honest. Um, so during that period, you know, something really remarkable happened. And looking back on it, um, you know, I see all the the cues, the cues kind of leading up to it. Um, I... I was really excited about doing this. right? Like, I remember speaking to other teachers after this week and they were like, that was that was too much. This is doing this. Like, that was awful, you know. But I kind of came into it and I was like, I am so excited yeah. to have six hours a day <laughs> to explore. Mm-hmm. Like, I just had this, you know, innate desire to explore. Oh, what, what was in me? What, you know, I'd had these kind of spiritual experiences. And even though, you know, leading up to that week, I had so much mind stuff, chaotic, chaotic mind stuff going on. Um, I was really excited to, yeah, go on this. Like it felt like a voyage
2: yeah.
1: of yeah, self-discovery, which it was. <laughs> and I had this, I just had this like, awakening you know like and this is the moment I'm talking about where up until this point (laughs) what I thought I knew about myself and life was one thing and then it was just like well something completely different um and that awakening was um a, a felt experience a direct experience of um unity a direct experience of oneness a direct experience of um Understanding that everything I could ever want, need, desire is already within me, as though so I was changed. <laughs> I was forever changed. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it took me. It's taken me from that point until you know a couple of years ago. I would probably say to really deeply embody that. You know, I've kind of to uh, gone to and fro from really feeling in that space of expansion, spaciousness, when to too like, oh my God, fuck no, <laughs> no. Um, so it did, you know, after that, although that moment really, it was like the, it was just like the evidence and the proof. It was like, this is all that matters from here on out. Like I'm dedicating my life to understanding this and to guiding others to having the same experience.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, And so, yeah, that was like the, you know, the, the navigational guiding star that then everything I did from that point on revolved around deepening that understanding and sharing that with others. Yeah. So I guess that's, that's brought me here today. Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) That's cool. I, I think I knew part of that story with going over there, but I didn't have, uh, like multiple pieces of the puzzle together, like in. Yeah in sequence. Um and yeah, what there's a lot of things that stood out for me there. Um yeah. what it was like you said you had this transformative moment, um mm. which was beautiful and those of the people that have them often, as you said earlier, um, mm. openly admit to it being difficult to explain in words. Um, mm. but you said that it was it was after that moment. It was like that. That happened, and that was beautiful. Mm. But then, after mm. that moment, there was years, and it probably is still ongoing and f- forever, really. Um, but it yeah. was. Like it was one moment, and it was beautiful. And then there was the the power of knowing, um, you knowing that it was after that moment that you were able to integrate things, and the shift was able to take place over years. You know. Um, yes. It wasn't like a. Yeah why it, it was it wasn't like a beautiful moment and then everything was aligned everything was, you know what i mean <laughs> beautiful moment yeah you were you were aligned and you knew yeah everything became what sounds to be um more clear for you and then you yeah. were able to be um you needed to be a uh, turn up for other people and do the work you do now um mm. which is which is awesome if you could just again yes. i know uh, yes. won't. Um, yes <laughs> just just to, for for background for some of the things that we're going to discuss um a little bit more detail as to what you're doing now your your
1: yeah yeah great um so essentially what i'm doing is supporting people uh on their spiritual awakening journey <laughs> um and a lot of that involves uh, embodiment work and you know like somatic awareness like everything i everything i teach and support people with is to be more in their body um and to experience life through a felt sense of of life rather than thinking <laughs> about life and and getting lost in the stories of the mind and the um the misperception of separation you know it's the mind that creates separation in all all facets so you know like we just touched on it then that I had this uh, really potent awakening experience but it was the years after of integrating that um, embodying everything all of the you know wisdom that was emerged from that it's been a a real journey um, that I have lived (laughs) and i've i've really come out this other side um it feels like you know with the awakening processes i kind of am putting it as these there's these two phases right there's the awakening phase which for some people can last months years lifetimes whatever it is it's there's it's not linear and there's you know there's there's no no um direct timing with it but what seems to happen is there's an awakening process where you start to realize okay yeah everything's within me <laughs> i know this but i'm still kind of like going back and forwards between knowing that forgetting it um i still have these you know big emotions that come up not quite sure how to go through that uh so i support people
2: yeah.
1: through that process of you know shedding all the unresolved emotions that reside in their body, um, navigating their way through being in this, like, physical world <laughs> with a really deep spiritual understanding. Like, yep. that can feel really conflicting at times.
0: Yes.
1: Um, yeah, and so the other side of that, right, and this is where I feel like I have just landed and have been in this beautiful space for quite some time now, It's like, just enjoying the excitement of life <laughs> like mm-hmm. there's just peace there's ease there's like this oh my gosh like what next how good does this actually get to be Absolutely. when they've yeah at that other side of the you know the that tumultuous period of <laughs> awakening from the drama and awakening from the suffering and yeah, um, yeah clearing perception so I guess, long story, Mitch, you <laughs> said a bit long-winded. No, cool. um, and, you know, again, I, I've always found I found it tricky to put words to what it is actually do, but yeah, that's the closest I've come so far, supporting people through their um, spiritual yeah. awakening yeah. and helping them embody a sense of, like, freedom, ease and lightness.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. I, I really do, um, and I, I know... It is very hard to um, (laughs) articulate um, certain things because it's because you're trying to we're trying to um, show people the way it's possible to feel, and Mm. that feeling that we're trying to teach people is hard to articulate. (laughs) (laughs) You know, um, and I and I get it because it's 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 very um common you know the the spiritual space now is grown, which is awesome it's also
2: yeah
0: it's also like anything there's a lot of information out there and there's obviously oh, thousands so of practices <laughs> and practices things like that And that's oh, cool because so it works for yep. different people um because what i found um, mm. recently is like when you say the word spirit or spiritual people yeah. people c- can get a little bit um a little bit deterred by that too mm. just just because of the way that the 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 way that the word has been used um and the their um conception of that word um yes and you know there's 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 many a reason why that is but i do think that um where we're at now with people like yourself um helping people get through that and guiding people along that space like it's it's only a good thing you know like the the word the stigma yeah. around that word and and the um yeah. the work that people like yourself and stuff are doing like yeah i i love it because it's um, obviously very interesting. <laughs> i just i mean it's this it's so powerful you know yeah. it's it's yeah. when you get to that place like you said before of understanding and um coming to an understanding that um, you're not separate and you come to an understanding of like the endless possibilities, like you said before, <laughs> yeah. explain, like, how good can it get? And you're like, well, <laughs> get good. Cause it's, it's <laughs> out of here, you know,
2: limitless. Yeah. it's limitless. And, and, yeah. and
0: um, I mean, I even know myself sometimes it's like, I know that I know that it's, limitless. Yes. I know yeah. on a yeah. surface level, I know deep down I, I, I do sometimes not very often, but I do sometimes, yeah second guess that limitless i'm like
2: oh totally
0: can, like can it really get better <laughs> like what what what, totally. what you can get better and and there's a lot that goes behind that as well um yeah but it's it is also it's just just annoying that's what i was going to say like just annoying yeah. that it is limitless when i have those moments and i talk and i talk to other people about yeah. their own issues and, and things like that um having that awareness is yeah I think it's got a lot to do with being able to have a um, being able to have that specific and unique perspective, which is yeah, which is which is which I find to be um, yeah, like I said, incredibly powerful because it allows us to sort of um, step up and be who we need to be Mm. for people around us, which is Mm. yeah, good, isn't
1: it? That's good. Yeah, Yeah. I um I agree with you in you know. that first um section you mentioned about the word spirituality or spiritual you know having certain connotations and um yeah I feel like that is changing but it's also you know something that I'm really um passionate about sharing and verbalizing (laughs) is that you know spirituality doesn't have to be this crazy far out there woo woo concept like it's you know it's an innate part of who we are and it gets to be really simple and it gets to be really grounded and it gets to be really like pragmatic and practical yeah
2: Yeah, you know
1: um we can really get lost in these you know really far out spiritual concepts and just totally lose the essence of you know this moment and just experiencing life as it's happening. Yeah. So I love, I love, you know, breaking, breaking apart those kind of connotations around the spiritual
0: yeah. woo-ness. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's so it now because of the society that we live in and just the way that yeah. civilization is at the moment, you know, it's not thousands of years ago. It was, things were a lot different. You know where we mm. consume so much information now, and the stress <laughs> we put on ourselves is is totally. hundreds or thousands of times more than mm. what it was a few thousand years ago. Different types of stresses, yeah. also not not as scared for our lives and disease, and, and whatever. <laughs> yes. um, yeah, but we are still stressed, you know. And so it's mm. and, that, and so that um, that spiritual component to it, everyone's spiritual. Mm. The, the important thing, like you said, is to remember yeah. that um it doesn't have to be what you mm. what you think it needs to be
2: yeah
0: everybody's yeah. practice and <laughs> embodiment which is what you teach is specific yeah. to them
1: totally yeah
0: um and certain yeah. things gravitate certain people sorry gravitate towards um certain practices and yes. really at the end of the day everybody's got their own little bits and pieces to yes. um, their practice, you know what I mean. If yes. people yeah. that are Christian or yeah, um, whatever it is, non-religion, yeah. or whatever it is, they have their own thing, but they also yeah. have their own beliefs and all that other um, yeah stuff that makes them who, who they are, which is yeah, which is important, isn't it? Especially these yes, because we get caught oh. in thinking that we all need to be something mm. else other than what we are,
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: Don't we? Yeah, Myself included.
1: totally, <laughs> totally. Yeah, and that you know, that's a really important point that um, everybody's practice and everybody's idea, and everybody's like the way that um, people have the experience of their spiritual essence, you know, it's going to be so different, and there's no right or wrong way to do it. And humanity has really messed that up yes. with the formation of you know, religious from yes. um, entities and thinking that one way is better than the other and yeah. really we're all talking about exactly the same thing and just connecting deeply to our essence. And uh, an important point I want to kind of touch on there is that, you know, for that to occur, we really need to move beyond the practice, beyond yes. the practice, beyond the tools, like practices, tools, amazing, great, wonderful, wonderful vehicles to. Into the realm of spaciousness and unity, oneness, whatever we want to call it, um, but it's not the it's not the practices that actually do that. Right? We're already that. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's it's the. Um, I think I hear what I hear you saying is like because uh, I've I've been you know um, mm. I've been thinking about this a lot lately. It's not just the, yeah. It's not just the half an hour a morning I sit down and meditate. It is, yeah. No the 23 and a half other <laughs> <parts>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That i also get to um yeah. I, I also get to live live that away yeah you know Uh um, oh,
2: totally
0: that's a that, uh, to be perfectly honest that's only something of the last sort of year and even now that i'm yeah. still really trying yeah. to feel into because i can uh get caught in yeah like i said mm that meditation practice and and it's something that i still really enjoy but i can get caught into the practice yes yeah and then within however many hours minutes (laughs) it's 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 back to it and i I do find again i think it's got Mm. a lot to do with what you just said though being Mm. aware that it isn't just the practices yeah Yeah. that it gets to be and is everything else outside of that Um, yes just knowing that makes it actually easier for me to come back and be like, oh hold on a second. Like when I'm when something's happened, I'm like, it doesn't actually have yeah. to be this way. I, I I I can choose to um yeah. I can choose to be um be the same way I am internally. Um yeah. when I'm in a situation where it's not when I'm not usually, which is Yes. It's good. It's good, it's powerful.
1: <laughs> that oh Mitch, that is like that is so incredibly powerful and yeah look this is one of this is one of the biggest things i work on uh, with my clients is that you know because a lot of the people i work with have these strong spiritual practices where they are in they're meditating daily or they're doing the yoga the yoga practice daily and they already have this real foundation of they can sit in meditation and have that spacious beautiful feeling and then it's like okay now i go into my life with my kids and my work (laughs) like how do I keep that going (laughs) um and you know I remember this within myself I used to I had a really strong meditation practice for years and this was after my um big awakening experience and I would do the same thing I would you know I would sit in meditation of a morning feel so amazing and then get up and it would it would Yeah, it just felt like two separate things for a while there. And then what happened was I moved in with my sister and her family. Um, This is, I don't know how many years ago this is now, quite some time. I pitched a tent in their backyard (laughs) and slept in the tent for like 18 months. Nice. And she had two young boys at the time who, you know, that was just, I had never lived with children and it was just not conducive to my morning, my two-hour practice that I used to indulge in, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And so I learned very quickly <laughs> that, oh, yeah, what I'm actually wanting, like the feeling I get from my practice, I actually get to experience that by being present with the kids and, be, you know, just being um, engaging with every single thing that I do, no matter how mundane it seems, <laughs> um, just being there fully with that and that, you know, with that period of living <laughs> with them and my, my sacred practice time being <laughs> altered with showed me that really clearly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's, mm. that's awesome. Um, it brings me to the first thing I wanted to talk about, which is, um, attachment. Uh, yeah. I know you have a good, um, uh, understanding of it which is why I wanted to mm. s- speak of it um, so yeah. we all get attached to certain things it doesn't have to be material things yeah. of course it's just yeah. an attachment to really just yeah. to anything isn't it um, yeah I suppose yeah. Uh, so it's a way of thinking it's it's, feelings. it's attached feelings. To the feelings yeah, absolutely. it's feelings mm. absolutely it's all that kind of stuff um, and yeah. um, I've been reading a lot of Han and Buddhist practices mm. and stuff and, mm-hmm. and they they um, talk a lot about um, attachment as you know yeah. Um, yeah. and the power of not getting attached to things um, mm. yeah. so if you could just sort of touch on that and and, and, and explain um, mm. not necessarily explain attachment because I think that's somewhat self-explanatory but the the power yeah. powering not attaching ourselves to things, how that frees us up in yeah. areas of our life.
1: Yeah. Great. Um great talking point. And it's like I feel like there's a lot to this one. <laughs> it's sure um, and it, it feels yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot to it. Um but yes, I too have um, sat uh, and spent many, you know, hours Listening to and studying uh, the Buddhist um, traditions, and um, especially uh, in the insight meditation tradition, where they follow the Buddha Dharma, which is, you know, the transcript that the Buddha um, wrote about enlightenment. Um, And so, yes, I have contemplated (laughs) and sat with and um, explored this this concept of non-attachment for for a very long time and what I have what I have come to understand (laughs) is um it's so I mean I guess you asked you know the power of of not becoming attached to things right and it really comes down to this one this one concept or this one understanding is that Nothing is permanent. And, you know, people listening to this have probably heard this a bazillion times, <laughs> but nothing is permanent. Absolutely everything in this physical world and everything within us is in a constant state of change. Yes. And so when we really give attention to that and when we really feel that in our bodies and really feel like have an embodied sense of the constantly changing nature of absolutely everything. And as I'm saying this, I'm just looking out the window and I'm noticing, you know, the trees move gently in the breeze and, and I love, I've, I've found that really helpful over the years to just observe nature. Yes. um, Because it, it it just, it's so apparent, always changing. (laughs) Nothing's ever the same. This moment will never exist ever again. Um, So when we kind of give more focus to that, right, we have this really deep understanding that nothing is ever the same. It then becomes totally futile, absolutely crazy to think of becoming attached to something. (laughs) Right. Right? In in this world of um, impermanence. And you'll hear, you know, in the Buddhist text, there's a lot about impermanence as well. Um, it's crazy to um, grip onto things. Yeah. And this is what the mind does. The mind is all about gripping mm-hmm. and, and um, claiming things. So the power then and the freedom um, that comes, I I believe, is... In that embodied understanding of the changing nature, right? Because then when the mind does go to grip or when you feel the gripping or when you see the attachments within yourself, yep. it's not like this, oh, I can't be attached to this or I shouldn't be attached to this. It's like an innate knowing and a freedom of like, there's just no need <laughs> to get attached to this. And I don't want to get attached to this. Yep. It's like a complete, um, it's like a natural freeing up yes. of those attachments. Does that, does that
0: land? Does that make yes, sense? Ab- absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, I have my own um, ideas about it because it's something that I'm somewhat recently mm.
2: worried
0: about, um, but that all makes sense. Mm. It's, it's If you know that everything's going to change, we know yes. the constant is change, right? So once yes. you sit with that for yeah. a little bit and you're like, okay, I understand. Yeah. Then it's like... What you just said, simply, <laughs> yeah. You know everything's going to change, and you're going to attach yeah. to anything ever, yeah. and you know yeah. it's going to change. You know yeah. there's no value in adding any attachment because you ain't. You know it ain't going to be the same <laughs> anytime soon. And yeah. when, we are, when we are attached to things, to yeah. anything, because everything changes, yeah. then it's at the detriment of us, you know, and, and, and yeah. others around it, and all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. Because we it's it's obviously not easy, and there's certain things I can imagine mm. um, people can think about and be like, I am attached mm. to this, but it would be easy to not be attached to this. But then there's other things that I'm sure people mm. can think about and well, be of like, I'm attached to this. And what do you mean I can't be attached to this? This is yeah, I said you know, especially when it comes to family members and all that kind of stuff. Oh, of course, which is mm. not said to be arguably arguably <laughs> okay. in the yes. sense that like um if we can learn to not attach ourselves to anything mm. know, mm. quite, quote, the big things mm. probably makes it easier for us to not be um attached to anything really you know yes um, yes yes it's not hard cuz I, I think people probably may may maybe i'm not sure like people might get confused in thinking oh if i'm not attached to anything that means, um, you know, if I'm not attached to my partner or whatever it is, yeah. you know, that means I don't love them, which is, oh, yes. which is obviously not the case. It's totally. It's attachment and love are not the same thing, although I can see how yeah. people would get a little bit confused you know and i'm just using yes. as an example but it can be you know anything p- material, mm. material things you know what i mean like something that you really really love a surfboard or i don't i don't know mm. whatever, whatever it is a mug your favorite coffee mug i'm sure people yeah get attached to um, <laughs> totally to, to anything but i do know um, and that's why i wanted you to explain it and you did a great job mm. because there's, when we become attached to those types of things you know i'll use the coffee mug as the example if we're yeah. attached to it and we break it all yeah. of a sudden we're you know we have we're sad or whatever that emotion yeah be, you know um yeah and, um I, I suppose that is you know the coffee mugs is using it. Mm. if we practice not being attached to those small things then we're able to be that's why i said it before like i, I yeah. think anyway the more i practice it yes. the more free i become because i'm not attached yes. to wounds and emotions. I'm not yeah. it's like it's nice to have nice things and, and all that kind yeah. of stuff. But it's it's also totally. freeing not to become yeah. attached to those things. Um, oh totally.
1: Things there. And I I think um yeah, I'd like to go a little bit deeper here and I think you brought up something that is is really important. There are so many misconceptions and I've heard people's explanations around non-attachment over the years and I'm like, what? <laughs> really? You took that from that? <laughs> you know, it feels really restrictive. And like you mentioned, you know, loving a partner or being, you know, obviously being sad when people that we love leave us. Like non-attachment has got nothing to do with not feeling emotion or not loving or not really being it actually when you're in a space of non attachment, it actually creates more space for really deep intimacy yeah. and really deep appreciation and presence and love. And then what happens is, and let's talk about, um, I guess, you know, what a lot of humans don't like to talk about is like death, physical death. Um, when we lose someone that we love, when we're in a state of non-attachment, we can, of course, we're still going to grieve for them and feel, you know, that that loss when they're gone. But when we have the acceptance and the understanding that this is a part of life, this is just naturally what happens, yeah. we get rid of all the suffering that surrounds the grief. Yeah. We get rid of all the extra layers and the, you know, the gripping and the attachment that surrounds that process of, losing someone and you know obviously that's the big the big thing that we all um i guess fear the most um but it applies to anything and you you mentioned feelings as well and that's you know part of the power of non-attachment is allowing all feelings to come and allowing all feelings to go as well yeah not Not creating meaning, not creating constructs and stories out of them, just feeling them and letting them go because, again, we understand that that's what nature is doing. Nature is just in this constant state of flux and flow. And when we let that be the case, when we align ourselves with that energy of constantly changing, then it's like, oh, freedom, (laughs) ease yes,
0: ease, yeah, that's a good word, ease,
1: ease, yeah, peace, peace, and. You know, I, um, in in the example of losing someone that we love, we can feel at peace with that, whilst we are grieving, whilst we are feeling the loss, whilst we are, you know, going through the stages of of healing with yeah. that, and that's a very different experience to feeling grief and then having resistance to that grief and not wanting to feel that or lack. Like, Really gripping to something and not accepting that you know something has happened. Yeah. Two very different experiences, and the ease—the ease—is is the key difference and, there.
0: And um, using the example of people passing away, like um, if, as you said, you can you can allow those deeper emotions. But if you don't yeah. allow them, and there is a, an attachment there, that is mm-hmm. also where um, you can create things that yeah. don't exist, um, you, yeah. know, you know, and, and then those things that you create, whether it be trauma or stories, they, mm. you know, they can then branch off into other things um, again, yeah. for no, for no, like in hindsight, obviously for, for no real reason, um, because if you are able to come back and um, disassociate yourself with that attachment, um, and I can say this from personal experience because if you uh, you can, even though it may again, like I said before, may look like you don't care as much, yeah. You actually, you know, you do have such there's such a deeper mm. you know, knowing and ease yeah. in that moment. It doesn't take away, like you said, it doesn't take away mm. from the grief. You're allowed to grieve. No,
2: of course, <laughs> um, of you're, course.
0: You're, you're allowed to go through all that. You're, you're allowed to. Have, yep all those yep. things and, and and that's cool um and it's yeah. also just important to um remember like you said the there's ease there's ease in yeah ease in not um holding on too tightly to those yeah. things. you don't have to i mean you look like at the at the end of the day we're all going to do it to, with certain things And Mm. much easier said than done. However, I do think it's important to have the conversation so that people are just aware of that fact. You have the choice. You know, some things are going to be easy and other. Fuck, don't beat yourself up when you <laughs> do something. It's going to happen. Oh,
1: totally, yes. You're, you're human. Our, our mind is designed yes. to attach to things, right? So, you know, it happens, like you say. Don't no. beat yourself up about it.
0: We're talking about a perfect world here, but it's not I'm, – I'm certainly not saying I'm not attached to things. That's definitely not what I'm saying. I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm just trying to highlight the, um, the potential. in Yes, just yes. Not, not being attached to things or even maybe just just not being even starting with not necessarily being attached too tightly to things you know loose there you I've go i've spoken to spoken loosening about, the first. grip loosening the yep. grip it's the exact Perfect. term. game <laughs> and i used um ah, last year yeah it's exactly awesome. it. and yeah it's it's very true i i yeah I, um so like if people can yeah People can play with that idea, and it's, it's, yeah, it's far, it. It? yeah,
1: well, totally. And you know, there is a reason why this non attachment is at the heart of, you know, all spiritual teachings, and in particular, the Buddhist teachings around enlightenment. And um, that is because, you know, we've said a couple of times it's the mind that grips to things, and in particular, the ego or the sense of self yep. is a gripping. It takes experience, it grips to it, it forms a story and a construct about who you are, right? And so, you know, we mentioned the freedom in non-attachment is actually really the freedom from constructing, Mm. like, stories about who you are.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Even as you're saying that, I can feel like that that as I learn more about it and just sit with it more, Mm. I can feel it already taking different shapes. You know what i mean yeah. recognizing yep. i'm starting to recognize certain things mm. that i didn't think i was attached to that i am attached to you know what i mean totally yeah it doesn't yep. stop it, the, the easiest thing to explain is the coffee mug you know because it's, yes you can see it, it yeah it's, it's not there anymore you know um so <laughs> that's the easiest one to uh to use as example but then i suppose like you just said right if we if we open that up to yeah everything and anything we yes. get to start to think about it and things can come up and we're like oh hold on a second you know that we're getting having a feeling or an emotion about that certain thing I'm not saying it's always going to be that I'm not saying that it's you don't want to have feelings and emotions it's just also ask ourselves like yeah uh, why or how heavily are we attached to this particular thing?
1: yes yeah, I can loosen, i loosen the group <laughs> I loosen, I mean, a little bit, yeah.
0: what happens and i know from yeah. personal experience and as you would as yeah. well as other people wouldn't and, and they get to try this now is um it feel it's easier you know what i mean it's oh, you, don't, you don't have totally. to don't have to hold on so tightly to some things it's, it's yeah. you know it, it takes takes a lot of energy doesn't it Oh my
1: gosh, it takes way more energy to hold on to something than it does to loosen a grip and let go. Yeah.
0: Use that energy in other areas of our lives rather than holding onto something that we that doesn't serve us and that we probably don't want to do anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You know? Definitely. Um, Definitely. No, that's good. I think that was great. I think we, I think we covered a lot there. It was good. We covered a lot there.
1: I, there's, there's still so much more that I just uh, want yes, to like go into, but let's move on.
0: Yeah, I'm fully let's aware. Move on. Yeah, I know it's it's it's. A lot, isn't it? it's, 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 it's I know. That. Um, I had a little um, thinking feeling into some things mm. before we spoke, and I wrote something down. Uh, I'll read it out, and then um, yes. Get your opinion, Mm -hmm. if I could, Emily. Um, Sure. So, there are a lot of influential people offering courses, masterclasses, programs, etc. At the moment, that promise a destination of oneness, freedom, enlightenment, etc. Yeah. Do believe these are necessary for our development? Though they focus a lot on a destination rather than the journey, they are partly enabling us to believe that we need that we need what we need. Sorry, is something outside of ourselves and is Mm-hmm. attainable as opposed to looking inside ourselves and being content with knowing we already have what we want and need um it's not necessarily a question I'm, I'm interested yeah you really think about that um mm. and the the reasoning behind it and, and I'll preface by saying you know mm. like I think we can all see ourselves in um a lot of the questions that we ask of others and I can see um yeah. I can see where I was at a place in time where I thought that there was a destination. Um yeah. thinking about it now, I obviously had an attachment to that and, yes. <laughs> and uh preconceived ideas and what it stopped because because there is no destination, um yeah. it stopped me from um you know, being well again, coming back to the attachment that we've been speaking, been speaking about, it attached me to be free and actually to really, um, really mm. have a deeper um, knowing, and not as opposed to an understanding of certain practices. Mm. Um, yeah. So, again, like I said, it's good that there are, there are the, all these programs and things out there because yeah. it's very important because they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna feel at home with some people and yeah. So I. There's absolutely no reason. I, I love that. Um, yes. What I also think is important is for us to remember that yeah. um, that we, there is no journey, in my opinion. and No destination. No, sorry. There's the, <laughs> There's, there's, there's no, a big
1: no, fat journey, Mitch. <laughs> there is no,
0: yeah, that's a good one. Isn't it? I don't know if that's a hard topic, maybe but um, is, there, there, there is no destination. Is <laughs> and and we get, if, if we can um, yeah. really understand that, the, the, mm. the joy is in the journey. Um, yeah. I think there's a lot to it, you know, oh, I'm, totally. I'm not sure how you feel about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I agree with everything you've just said, basically. Um, so yeah, I too believe that it's really cool that there are so many, uh, that it's more mainstream that you can, you know, go online and choose a mentor, choose a course, choose like whatever you want about self-development, self-awakening, um, self-understanding, uh, self-mastery, you know, whatever. Um, but yes, anybody who is, um, I guess, offering freedom, enlightenment, you know, the experience of oneness, um, if there is in any way, shape or form, um, a message that it is somewhere to get to, then that person is missing something. They're <laughs> just missing an understanding, which yeah. is okay as well, right? Everybody um, relates to everything totally uh, in their own unique way. There's
0: value in that, isn't Ah, oh,
1: there's so much value. Yes, there's so much value. Um, I believe everybody has like copious amounts of value. And I mean, there was, a, there was a point where I probably used to poo-poo, you know, <laughs> certain spiritual things and I'd look at them and be like, oh my God, you know, I'd be pretty judgmental and like yeah. poo-poo it. Yeah. Now I just, now I look at it and I'm like, yeah, awesome, great, out there doing their thing. Um, but I'll be very clear in saying that, um, yeah, enlightenment is is not a destination. It's this. It's It's this right now. It's a realization that occurs only in this moment and that can occur within anybody. Um, at any time, there is no practice that leads to it. there's no linear journey that leads to it. Even like there is no path to enlightenment, even though that's commonly um, spoken about. Um, because you know we're already that that we're seeking. And it's already all within us. So how can there be a path to that?
2: Yes.
1: There does seem to be a um, a process for people. Um, but it's a reveal. It's a process of revealing. It's it's not a process of getting or attaining.
2: Yeah.
1: It's a process of of unraveling and then, um, you know, landing in the space of when you feel there is there is literally nowhere to get to because this is it. Yeah, this is it over and over. And within that, within that, this is it. I think when you know this in an, in an intellectual sense, there's a bit of, oh, that feels like um, limiting or that feels like disappointing, like this is it. But once you embody that this is it, like there's no more seeking, there's no more searching, there's no more of this looking outside myself, this is it. Now I get to forever keep exploring that and expanding within that. And like we you said at the beginning of the conversation, just how good does that get to be, you know, once we take away that seeking energy and the looking outside of ourselves.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so, yes, I mean, coming back to the, <laughs> coming back to the question or the non-question, totally agree with you. It's all all beneficial, all useful, but um, yeah, if, if anything is placing a focus on looking outside of ourselves for for worth, for peace, for happiness, for yeah. um, abundance, for joy, then um, yeah, it's it's kind of going against the very nature of ourselves and yeah. and life.
0: Yeah, and it's it's difficult these days, I suppose, because there is so much. I'll say technology. Um, yeah. No, no not not necessarily electronics, but just technology yeah. in general. Um, yeah. There's a lot to gain happiness mm. entertainment from which yeah. is, which is good and there are ex external yeah. things and we can look um
2: yeah.
0: We can look outside our outside ourselves. Um yeah. and you know, it's it's something I've only learned in the last couple of years and it's still mm-hmm. something that's it's often easy to forget is like you said, yeah. before. you know, we do, we actually do have all the answers inside ourselves yeah. We think it or yeah. we don't think it or we know it or we don't know it. It doesn't yeah. really matter. I, I do truly yeah. believe that if um, I do truly believe that everybody um, can get to that point where they do
2: yeah.
0: believe that. Uh, yeah. And yeah. cause, cause it, once there was a period there where I was like, okay, yep. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I started to know that and, and believe yeah. it. um yeah. And then there was a short period followed by that where I was just like, yeah. I don't need to ask anybody any more questions or for any help anymore because I've got all questions. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, I'm yeah, done. That's fine. I just <laughs> asked myself. i don't, don't worry about it. And, yeah, yeah, not long after that, I was like, "Oh, wait <laughs> <on> a second! <laughs> hold, hold on a minute!" Uh, no, that's not true. <laughs> it could <laughs> still know?
1: be useful to get some it's, it's, outside support here.
0: <laughs> absolutely, and that's about thats all I want to say. It's like, it's not, to, it's not, to, it's not for us to say that, hey, yeah, okay, we've got the answers in our, with just because we have the answers within ourselves, it doesn't mean we need to ask for help. No. Or doesn't oh, mean we need to have fun yeah, seeking yeah. certain things. It's just important, yeah. like the other that topics that we've been discussing, it's important just to remember, like, yeah. you know, before yeah. we not ask for help, but maybe before um, we look for answers yeah. externally, let's just, yeah. ask, let's just ask ourselves. Because
2: I, yeah. I know even
0: though I do still look for answers and because I'm a curious person and, yeah. I, and I, yeah. I've learned in that kind of stuff, that, that, that's not going to stop me from that. But like some of that, some of those deeper things um, mm. that I, ask or look for externally yep yeah i do sit down and i ask myself Mm, um, mm. it's very rare if at all ever i haven't got an answer
2: (laughs) (laughs) there you you go how's
0: that (laughs) and it's not always the thing that i will say though is it's not always like Mm. It's not always like a perfect answer where it's just like I've just been given the answer as to. I'm just trying to think of an example of a most, I can't think of an exact example, but it's not necessarily I ask a question of myself and I'm just given the answer as to what to do. That's not necessarily. Anyway, for me, I can only come to myself, but it's not necessarily how it works for me. I might, the answer I might get, and maybe you could touch on this as well, the answer I get, it's it's not always black and white. Something, just listen, something will come. And then I get to just trust that answer. Um, and again, like I said, sometimes it is like, okay, it's a little bit more black and white and other times, um, more of
1: like a directional
0: thing. Yeah. It's it's like, it's whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, okay, Mm. we'll, we'll see. And, but, but always quite confident about this at some point that day, the next day, that week, yeah. not too f- much further outside of a month, kind of time period, yeah. something will happen. Ah, yeah. oh, right, that's what. I'm mean. <laughs> There we you. go. Yeah, my, my, yeah my, how cool my, is my that? It always happens um, straight away. It's I don't know what your experience um, is mm. with that. If you could touch mm. on that just a little bit from yeah, your own personal, sure. your own personal yeah,
1: experience. yeah, 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 um, yeah, super cool. Um, there was something you said, I want to, I'll come back to that, like my experience with, you know, the knowing or the, the, the deeper understanding, but about, um, you know, enjoying the outside things or like, you know, there's so much stimulus to get our happiness and stuff from, um, but not, you know, obviously not relying on those things or becoming, you know, super attached to those things. And that is because, you know, it takes us back to that kind of non-attachment piece that all the external things that we can derive our happiness from don't last. (laughs) They're changing and they don't last. So if we're trying to get our happiness from those things um, or our answers even, You know, it's this, like, impermanent kind of unstable thing, right? But if we go deeper within ourselves and we're talking about, you know, uh, sourcing the answers from within, when we really drop in and experience the limitlessness that is within, the limitless awareness, the spaciousness, it's like this, it's an uncapped, like, infinite well of Knowledge, wisdom, like joy, happiness, peace. And so, you know, earlier on in in the piece we've kind of spoken about how everything's changing and everything's impermanent. But this this essence within us is unchanging. Mm. Right? This is the one thing that doesn't end. It doesn't end. Yeah. It's it's unchanging. It's just this like like I said, like this infinite pool, which words cannot ever do it justice. <laughs> Yep. Um so yeah, when we're, you know, looking looking for answers or looking for happiness, my direction, my invitation for others and my invitation for myself is always to, you know, go from within. And you know, you mentioned cutting yourself off at one point from other people, like, oh I got this, like <laughs> um, but the balance between, you know, being in the world. But not of the world, I think, is kind of something the saying. It's like, yeah, being in the world, enjoy all the things that bring us happiness. Enjoy, enjoy other people's support, and you know, we're meant to connect with others and get all this stuff. Um, but at the same time, you know, we know that the lasting stuff comes from within. Like everything else that comes from outside is, it's, it's, um, yeah, it's fleeting. Um, but we all, you know, know that that the lasting Happiness, the sustainable happiness—I like to call it—or yeah. sustainable joy comes from within. Yeah. And getting back to your question, asking me about um, you know my experience of of I guess inner guidance, or asking myself for inner guidance. Um, yeah, I agree with you. There hasn't been a time that I have asked my you know <laughs> gone inwards for answers, and it hasn't been like the best yeah. <laughs> knowledge or wisdom or direction. Um, and I agree. Sometimes it's um, like for me. I think I started, I started consciously like asking questions, like for um, guidance. Probably, I think we've all been doing this our whole lives. But from what I can remember, maybe about seven years ago, where I'd actually sit in meditation and and formulate a question with the intention of receiving an internal answer. And I remember the first time I did that, I got a really clear, um, like a really clear answer. And I was like shocked, like, oh, you're right. Okay. (laughs) Awesome. How cool is that? Um, But yeah, I like, like for me, it's always different and for every, you know, everybody, it will be different too, but you know, just having that understanding that our body knows our, that limitless source of energy that is within us it knows yes um,
0: it does so
1: yeah. yeah like there's and like how comforting is that how how reassuring and like how good does that feel to know that <laughs>
0: it it does um and i suppose it's only because it's only been a thing for me in the last few years it's somewhat f- fresh in my mind um and i of mm. other people just from other uh courses and stuff like that that i'm a part of mm. which is just on top of what you said um mm. the answers we get well i'll say one mm. thing first sorry the yeah. receiving is important so the yeah. receiving is the listening because if you ask a question, you're actually not and i know this, this <laughs> is freaking hard because i've i can vouch for this if you're not yeah to listen to yeah. the answer and receive it yeah. you won't yeah. get it so yeah. If you're asking a question
2: yeah.
0: and you're not getting the answer it's because yeah. I don't know if it's necessarily because you're not asking the right question. No, I don't think it's that for me anyway. No. I think in my own yeah. opinion, again, is that I'm actually not willing to listen and receive
2: yeah.
0: answer. So I'll yeah. just say that first, because again, that's per, um,
2: yeah.
0: like personal experience. And the other thing I'll say is, which is what yeah. we said before is the answers for everybody are different because my answers. Um, yeah. Because I know people that may not be familiar with this might be like, what, what are they talking about with answers? My answers aren't always, gotcha, yeah. my answers aren't always a solid thing in my head. No. What actually happens is yeah. i ask for something, Yes. ask of something. And yes. sometimes I don't get an answer then and there. Yeah. And something actually will happen and I'll yes. be like, oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And would
1: you say that's answer. more like a feel, like a felt? Yes hundred percent understanding
0: yes it's always when it happens yes. when it's like a deep question and it's like you know um whatever I just, again can't think of a, a question obviously at, yeah. at the moment but like if it's a deep question when quote unquote it happens um yeah and i see something or something something happens i know yeah. it's straight away my whole friggin body i'm like oh, there it is yep. there I, I, it's not even <laughs> in my brain the question that i've asked to that last week, whenever it was, but I tell you right then and there, and maybe that's what I'll just say for people that are listening is this is going to be for different people, but but again, myself, the knowing is, it's not, it's not, Oh, was that, was that what I was looking for? It's not Mm. like, it's like, Oh "Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) And, Oh, totally. You've just explained that so well. Um, and that's the difference between putting the attention in your mind and trying to think your way into the answer. And, you you know, what you said before is you have to be in this space of receiving, right? You have to be in the space of listening and allowing. Yeah. And that space is being in your body, feeling what's happening in your body as opposed to thinking about what's happening with your something with your mind.
2: Yeah, gotcha. Right?
1: Yep. Just and that's all it is. It's so yep. simple. Yes, it so is. simple. It's like and it's, you know, it sounds, you, simple. It sounds simple. Yes, <laughs> it's to it's to amazing. a um, to seven billion people who have not learned how to feel, <laughs> yes. who have been taught, you know, and there's such a high high emphasis on the intellectual mind and thinking, you know, um, as a just as a blanket kind of rule. A lot of us have have not grown up learning the importance of being in our bodies and Mm -hmm. and feeling our way through life um yeah it can be quite difficult to then relearn that and it just takes practice and time but um yeah that's the the key i've found is you know just being in that state of receptivity is is inhabiting the body
0: absolutely for sure and i can attest to that because i am Mm -hmm. most of my childhood, I was always told I was a thinker. Um, yeah. I can think my way out of pretty much any situation. <laughs> there's, no, there's no situation that I can think <laughs> my way out of. Um, and yeah. I suppose because of how powerful that part of my mind is, yes. Um, yes. I got good at it and am good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so the mm. um the letting go of that and then the power in, in mm. sort of sitting uh, and sitting in my body, like you said before, mm. and not thinking about things, even though mm. it's hard for me and I'm getting better at it. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the, the benefits, I don't know if benefits is the right word, but the benefits yeah. I get from that are, yeah. are huge because huge. I, I've never done it before, you know? Yeah. Like I thought, yeah. I didn't, I wouldn't, yeah. I didn't know there was another way.
2: No, no. Well. Yeah,
0: I thought there was only thinking. I thought there was only yes. a way to think. You know what I mean? Of and, course. And I'm good at thinking about a problem and thinking yeah. 450 <laughs> fucking answers, <laughs> and then <laughs> variations of the 450 totally. answers, and remembering yeah. them all. And that's, yeah. that's not an issue for me. I can I can do Which that is really, like a, really well.
1: An amazing skill. Like that is so cool. That is so cool. But yes, when if that's the You know, and and this kind of this is a this is a really interesting point that I I am remembering a client I worked with that was very highly intellectual and kind of had this same sort of thing, right? When he was learning to drop into his body, he kind of had this like, but my mind is so brilliant. I want to be able to use my mind. I was like, totally. You can do both. Yes. But you just don't want to have the mind driving. You yeah. Just don't want to have all your focus up here. Yep. You want to have the main focus in the body yep. and then look to the mind and um, or the brain. you know I, I kind of like calling out the brain yep. um, instead because yeah, sure. like I'll you said, like you have that amazing capacity to, to do that problem solving and the memory like use it.
0: Yeah, wow. absolutely because yeah. there was a there's a part of me where I realized that and I started to listen to say my heart more. There was a part yes that I thought that yeah um, i should be i shouldn't be listening to the mind yeah yes
1: i yeah
0: so so common <laughs> I, yeah, i've oh, done the same I, thing <laughs> i can imagine how common it is you know and but what like yeah. what you said there's there's no fault yeah. of of the mind no. it has it serves an equal purpose um yes it's, yeah. like you said it's just important to remember that you, you don't need it to drive everything you do um okay. Because of the way that it's hardwired, um, mm. it's going to, um, because of evolution and all those other things, it's got a specific mm. way of doing yeah. things and it will do yeah. things that way. So, <laughs> yes. you, uh, you can choose to continue down that yeah. path um, yeah. or you, you can open up to um, other ideas, which, mm. you know, it's it's they're hard things to um, explore at first. Uh, yeah. And I've been lucky to be part of a course that has mm-hmm. helped me with those types of things. So you know, I can imagine that yeah. it would be difficult for other people. But again, that's the, we're coming back to the types of coaching that mm-hmm. you do, and um, mm-hmm. which is why it's so important these days. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah, there's yeah, we, we've come we're coming out of that coming out of that era where everything needs to be. You know, thought of and and you know we we (laughs) in tune with ourselves and stuff like that. Lots lots of things. You know, we we know that those things they've always been there, but for the last however many hundreds of years, they've sort of we've sort of separated Mm. from a little bit, which is cool. But we get to uh, we get to go back to some of those types of things, which is which is fun. Yeah, super fun. Fun, fun for everybody, especially for everybody, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Um, I just yeah. wanted to ask you, uh, about your relationship with music. Obviously, uh, well, not obviously. sorry, people, um, may be f- familiar with that. Um, but
2: yeah,
0: your your relationship with music, um, more at a like a soul level. So I, I know yeah. everybody has, everybody has specific m- music tastes. Um, yeah some people only like certain genres and some people hate other genres, blah, blah, mm. blah. It's not necessarily, um, I mean, it's probably related to the answer that you give. Um, but uh, like, mm. I think we all kind of know what, again, speaking from experience here, um, mm. there's certain music that we probably gravitate toward and maybe it is because we feel mm. it at a soul level. Um, mm. like cause we can feel down and music can make us feel good. Um, yeah. Sometimes we feel down and well, I know myself, you choose yeah. music that continues to make you feel down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Whatever reason, you know, that yeah. that's not really, overly really important. But, um, yeah. Like of all your experience playing music, listening to music yeah. and, and what you know about music and feel and really yeah. feeling it inside you. How do you, yeah. how does that sort of land with you?
1: Mm, yeah great question um maybe I'll maybe I'll preface this by giving a bit of background on my music journey or my music career um so I started I started I picked up a guitar when I was 16 I think taught myself how to play the chords when I was home from school sick (laughs) one day and could okay. just do it like you know so easily just my mom came home from school and i was like hey mom listen to this <laughs> and played at the house of the rising sun <laughs> yeah right um and played it and just started singing it you know like um i've, I've always been uh, very musical my mother is incredibly um a beautiful musician and so um so it's come very naturally to me <clears throat> and then so 16 started kind of singing playing guitar That evolved. I went through uh, a music degree at university from like 19 onwards.
0: Okay, awesome. You didn't know that?
1: Okay, yeah. Um, And after that became a high school music teacher for quite some years too. I I don't know if you knew that. Um, So I've been, I started performing and I actually thought about this the other day. I think I played my first paid gig um, almost 20 years ago. (laughs) <laughs> crazy to Adversary. think of 20, uh, holy moly <laughs> um so yeah I you know I started writing songs on my acoustic guitar and in singing and performing in venues and then as I um I think my mid to late 20s I figured out that I could play pub gigs and weddings and I did that for quite some time um and I you know was making decent income being a a musician and I loved it but I always I don't know I just always felt like when I'd go to write music it just never felt uh, like I always felt like something was missing okay. it felt really like a little bit forced in yep. a sense um, I loved creating I loved um, the process of of writing songs but I don't know it just it never felt like me <laughs> when i would perform my music it would always i don't know it just never felt like me um and then something happened after this you know when i moved on to like went down the spiritual um road and started becoming more embodied and had that crazy awakening experience then my relationship to music and how i created music completely altered changed and all of a sudden I was able to actually write music that felt like me I was like oh what is this (laughs) wow I've been you know I've been playing and performing and writing for so long but I actually feel like like this is you know this is an extension of me um and my understanding of that is um music like everything everything that appears in this in this physical reality right comes from the unmanifest comes from that limitless pool of nothingness <laughs> spaciousness pure potential before it becomes alive and music is no different um but you know when i when i sit down to create a piece of music now like this really organic like meditative process where i just really tune into that spaciousness and the music writes itself you know um and i think this is a much more common thing these days a lot of people i speak to have this you know so many people have this experience of whether it's writing or writing music where it just comes through you you know it's like no effort (laughs) no effort required it just kind of happens um so yeah my current relationship with music is that it's like, and for those um, people listening, you know, the music I compose these days is, is like meditation music or healing music or, you know, it is that um, music to kind of expand consciousness um, in a way. It's very, you know, the soundscapes and there's not really any um, words to it as such. Um so, yeah, my, my relationship at the moment is that the music that comes out of me and especially the like my singing voice, which, you know, I could always sing. But again, once I became really embodied and once I started to tap into the spaciousness within me, the voice that came out of me was like, holy shit, what is the? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, there's like none of this. Like I used to be really nervous singing and like, yeah. you know, it, it was like well, kind of about like a bit of an identity thing. And now it's just like full surrender. Like I just let this thing come out of me and like it shocks me at times. <laughs> like, yeah, wow, that's cool. <laughs> so, yeah, now, yeah, that relationship is just – I tap into that space of spaciousness with an intention to, you know, let life, let creativity, let whatever it is move through me and come out in the form of music. And the more that I do that, I've been doing that for a few years now, but the the more I allow that process to be super organic and, you know, I just surrendered to it. um, I hear feedback from those people that receive it, you know, of a similar experience, right? So I'm going into this deep place within myself and like pouring out or letting this, whatever it is, be expressed through the music. And then a lot of the time when people hear my music, um, whether it's live or on a recording, um, they share with me, you know, a very similar experience that I had creating it. (laughs) They say they feel, um, transported teleported and i mean all music has the ability to do this not just spiritual music um you it's know a resonant,
0: everybody isn't it
1: it's a resonance uh, totally and what that resonance is i believe is you know the great the great musicians and the great songwriters and the people that are really making it in the world and are, are producing songs that influence people and change people's lives and have that really powerful effect and you know are playing on big stages and attract like however many thousands of people it's because what like, I think you know when that person has created that music they've really tapped into that space within them and so and that space is within all of us <laughs> so of course it affects all of us when yes. we then hear that
0: yeah yeah for sure yeah. and um I'm thinking it's the the power of music is the example that I've used in the question I've asked you, but there's definitely there's yeah. also just because you're not a musician, like he mm-hmm. has the ability. It's, it's that it's the art in the play, isn't it? Yes, like, totally. For you, it's yes. You express it through music, and a lot of other yeah. people might not have that expression, mm-hmm. but it definitely mm-hmm. is available mm-hmm. to everybody. Just in, yeah, just in a different way. Um, yeah. And yes. it's, it's probably why it's so important and, and lots of people get lost, but that's why, you know, that's why kids love playing and art and mm-hmm. like, you know,
2: at mm-hmm.
0: such an early age. And then we, we lose it at whatever, a lot, most yeah. of us, a lot of us, or whatever, lose it. Um, yeah. We get to come back to it. Like, f- so for me, mm. like it's, it's I'm ex- I can feel expressed in lots of different things. Mm. Um, yes. Get the, get the similar feeling to what you explained with writing Yeah. That so yeah that's just, you know and that's yeah. just i'm not as musically gifted so, <laughs> so yeah a, a different but it's way.
1: the same process right but
0: it is the same process yeah it's 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 interesting to mm. to sort of have that um mm. remembering that it's that it is available to everybody and that we just sort of it's, it's just different for everybody um totally yeah. as far as, totally. Me, as far as music goes though i think it's good It's a good example because everybody can relate to it. There's not many people like music or don't listen to it. Totally.
2: Totally.
0: Serious problem. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because everybody listens to it and it's that, and it's probably got a lot to do with the frequency that the music offers to us and that resonance. Yes. Yes. Feel a specific way. Um, Yes. I imagine that the way that it makes us feel we like because we're listening to it and we're looking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for that feeling. Um, but yeah. For, yeah. I, I get it because that thing I will say is is like, it's it's how I recognize myself. Um, being the certain ways I feel is I'll mm-hmm. take to certain different types of music because I basically like yeah. different genres, but I do also find, yep. um, probably just as I get older, to be perfectly honest, I I, <laughs> I enjoy the um the tribal and the classical and all the other things that i you know what i mean i, I was yeah you might know but like i was i was a punk rocker when i was young when i was like <laughs> yeah right seven you know me and yeah Nath, one of my best mates we used to go to yeah like no effects concerts <laughs> strung out oh uh, cool Some, i was a punk rocker so, <laughs> yeah. punk back then but that was when i was That it was when i like i didn't "Quote unquote," dressed like a punk rocker, but I acted like a punk yep. rocker. I was <laughs> I All can, I shit. can, you know can I mean? imagine that. <laughs> I was, I was good at it, and um, but yeah, these days, like sometimes I listen to that music, and it's, it's, I kind of enjoy listening to it because it's yeah. newer to the past, but it does, it doesn't feel the same as what it did, mm. and because I'm just at a different place, you know what I mean, and, and I can yeah. get, uh, I, I get different things out of different styles. Mm. Of which is interesting how that happens as as we change our thirst for different types of um, music and stuff like that it changes yeah a lot this, I suppose which is not really that surprising now that I think about it is it so
1: really it's it's not that it it yeah it makes it makes total sense I think what you touched on there it's like the frequency yeah. of the music or like the resonance lands differently in you and um you know a big part of it is is the feeling is the feeling that you get when yeah. you listen to yeah. the music. And that's, you know, that is part of the power of music is that it does operate on that kind of soul felt felt level.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, mm. And I know, cause it's funny, um, as you know, I have two little girls and they're music. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Similar in some senses and not in others, but you can, <laughs> And the songs that they are, are gravitate toward are those like upbeat those sick, mm. catchy kind of songs because they're just they're very much yeah. at the moment. they're just chilling they're playing and having fun you know what i mean yeah they, yeah
2: I've,
0: sometimes i've i've noticed where i've uh, songs come on and it's a bit slower like you know bit bit, bit of a sadness to it yeah they're like change the song boring <laughs> it's boring, <laughs> <It's> boring dad <laughs> This that makes, that makes sense, to be totally. There. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: I wanted to ask you, uh again, it's it's not necessarily a question. Um yeah. because you're very interested in this type of thing as well, and something you do as uh coaching wise. Um the value of working on ourselves to become more yep. of ourself, um yeah. to then give more to others. Um mm. You know i think a, a saying that people are somewhat f- familiar with mm-hmm. is we can't um we need to fill up our own cup before we can give to others which yeah is, which is important um and yeah. these, as it's becoming a little bit more known as far as realizing that it goes that if you're not looking after yourself you've got nothing mm-hmm. else to give to other people yeah um, yeah uh so yeah like with that with that um, statement, um, yeah. Maybe just yeah, just some some not necessarily some motivation, but some words of wisdom as far as yeah. Maybe the, not necessarily these types of people, but people that are a little bit sceptical or maybe feel a little bit guilty and there's a little bit of shame
1: mm-hmm.
0: um putting themselves first and working on mm-hmm. themselves as opposed yeah. to um, not doing it and always putting other people first.
1: Mm-hmm yeah yeah really big really important and totally can resonate with um you know lots of people perhaps thinking that's selfish or um feeling guilty or whatever it is about putting themselves first and i know especially um like my parents generation um you know there is a some hardcore conditioning that putting yourself first is like selfish, yeah. <laughs> and I think because I think because my mother was a little bit of that belief, I've gone like a full swing in the other way, and I'm like, no, I'm always gonna put myself. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: ends of the spectrum,
1: it's okay? <laughs> yeah, totally, um, but. Yeah, look, maybe I'll maybe I'll put it like this, right? I think you said something in there about um, working on yourself so that you become more of yourself. Yes, I did. I really, I really like that. So you can give more to others. Um, so yeah, I like to think of it like this: we're all kind of, you know, operating, living our lives, walking around the planet. And we're either doing this in a way that is kind of automatic and based on our conditioning, based on our programming, based on what we've known in the past, what, how we've done things in the past. Or we're doing it from more a more awakened state where we're making choices about how to think, how to act, how to feel, how to respond to people, how to engage in our relationships, how to, um, you know, what we want to do as a career and you know um so i kind of see where we're either kind of operating from these two um different spaces and the latter where we're you know a bit more conscious more open uh more choosing of how it is where we're showing up relies on our ability to connect to that wisdom within connect to that spaciousness within uh, to know ourselves as that, right? Yeah. So, that latter version of us, you know, uh, moving through the world more consciously relies on us to be more embodied, more present, more in the moment. Um, and to do that, one can, you know, we've spoke about this, you can do whatever practice you want. You can do the meditation, you can do the yoga, can you know, do the thing. Um, all of it all leads to the one thing though of being present, right? every single tool and practice is guiding you into an experience of this one moment here and now, this present moment. And so when we're in this space of presence, we're in this space of openness and moving through the world more consciously, we are able, and like maybe, maybe I'll just stick to the number one thing that we're able to do is to relate to others with more compassion, more yep. kindness, more understanding, yep. right? So, I mean, to anyone who's questioning whether to put energy into that or not, <laughs> one way to look at it is that, you know, if I put energy into myself or working on myself, which I would like to kind of dissemble that and saying the work on ourself is kind of like understanding that we don't need to work on ourselves. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the, the great paradox there <laughs> yeah. that we're already everything.
0: Yeah.
1: The way we are.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but if we are not connecting to our limitless source within, if we're not connected to that eternal internal spacious energy we're showing up as the version of ourselves that is stuck in our programming Mm. and limited by our past and all of this so i mean that's you know maybe a little bit simplified or complex simplified depending how you look at it but um you know it's just like which which version is going to impact our society impact, you know, all of us in a more loving and positive way.
2: Yeah. like
1: it's a no brain. It's a no brainer. Yeah, that the more aware, the more self aware, and the more connected. Well, it's kind of we're never disconnected from the source. Source within, right? That's a, a total construct. We're always connected to it. We just forget that we are. But the more we're aware of that connection to that limitless source energy within us, yep. um, like it's a no-brainer. The, yep. the kinder we are to people, yep. the more we're able to relate to others, the more we're able to hold space for yep. others, the more we're able to hold space for ourselves.
0: Yep. Um, so we can think that we're doing the right thing by not putting ourselves first, thinking that yep people actually want and need mm. uh, yes but it's not true because the self that we're giving no. yes is, um is not necessarily connected isn't yeah.
1: it? yeah it's that is that like limited or that
0: yeah yeah so we, we're giving ourselves over to other people rather uh first yeah. ourselves but the, the that yeah. person that we giving is not the person that we really are or that we could be if we did put ourselves okay. first and then just totally first I yeah in that person that we have to give and i know yeah. you know, I can speak of this as, i suppose of experience is is just yeah a, it's a lot more you know uh, it's just, they're different exponentially like, that exponentially yeah. it's night and day it's i don't even know how yeah. to explain it yeah i say that yeah. because I've, I've been both those people i've been that person
2: yeah
0: for, for the majority of my life
2: where yeah.
0: I, di- I didn't you know what i mean because i, I did think mm. it was selfish um yeah and um you know selfish is another thing altogether but there but i do know with certainty mm. that mm. by um looking after myself because no one else is going to mm. look after me i've got to look mm. after me that's just that's yeah. a fact and when you when yeah. you realize that it doesn't mean yeah. you have to be selfish and,
2: no uh,
0: and not care for others similar to the no. thing thinking that it, 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 that means no love just because you put yourself mm. first doesn't mean that you don't love other people it's no that's <laughs> at all it's, it's actually very similar to what we spoke about then is by putting myself first yeah. i actually have a lot yeah. a lot more love to give fucking totally. shit tons more well <laughs> limitless
1: right limitless. because I when know, when I'm you are when yes. you're Connect when you're aware of that limitless aspect within you it's like well yes i can give that so freely to everybody
0: well put yeah for sure it's Mm. definitely is that um and then there's a part of it where you don't want to you know you could probably i'm not sure necessarily i'm I'm thinking of examples where i feel like i Mm. have been a little bit um somewhat Mm. selfish um but i mean it's it's going to come back to practice because when we become aware of the the fact you know it doesn't mean Mm. that that means that we neglect our worldly duties and, you know, mm. parents and jobs and, you know what I mean? Like it doesn't yeah. put ourselves first. Oh, well, no. I'm just going to go surfing every day. <laughs> <laughs> no. be Working like that's, that's not no. what we're talking about here. <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> yeah. definitely not. And I love that you've made that distinction yeah. putting ourselves like in this context. And I believe in this conversation that we're having, putting ourselves first is making the intention to be tuned in to the The spiritual essence, the God essence, whatever you want to call it, the spaciousness within the inner wisdom, the inner unconditional loving self the that's number one priority. The intention is to be hooked in, tapped in, like just really feeling that, yeah so that, yes, yeah, so that you can give and, yes. and so much of it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not it's that,
0: yeah, It's that, it's that original, um power that we've been talking. Yeah, about so that, yeah, so that we can give give more to others, which is, and again, it's the same as everything we've been talking about. It's, it's different for everybody, you know. Yeah, um, yes. Which is just yeah. cool. It's it's more again, again, it's more having the awareness that um, that it is um, important to look after yourself because mm. it's, mm-hmm. at the end of Good the day. Time. And then you have yeah. got a team and family around you. You're the only one that yeah. should be yeah. putting yourself first because they should put yeah. themselves first. So totally.
1: Exactly. And then if we all just yeah, we can all just put ourselves first, but together do exactly. it all together.
0: <laughs> yeah. and you can get caught in thinking, oh, that's that's selfish, but it's it's, it's really not for all the things that no. we've just explained. Like if if everybody put yeah. themselves first, yes, you could be like, oh people might think oh that that means that everybody's just selfish and they don't care about others but like what we're trying to say here we all just put ourselves first what we actually have to give is limitless as you've said before
1: totally yeah and and maybe another way to word that to kind of um decrease that perception of it being selfish is like Put your energy first yeah yes like that. you know tend to your energy to yeah. how you feel because we all know that when we feel great <laughs> when we feel expensive and loving and great yeah like it's it's so easy to to be with others
0: and yes yeah.
1: and share that
0: yeah that's and, um, no, that's and we don't
1: tend to our energy and <laughs> <laughs> we don't feel great it's a lot harder
0: absolutely yeah and it's going to fluctuate between those things it's just important to, to remember that we we get to do it a different way if we haven't if we yeah. haven't already started to or or explore yeah. it yeah give it a give it a go and and you'll sort of yeah. maybe what we're saying will land a little bit more kind of thing so yeah. um yeah. that leads me to my last question it's the only question yes. i ask everybody each week didn't, didn't, oh, send, yes. didn't send you this one
1: didn't see this
0: one coming what yeah, is it i <laughs> might not have shared it knowing that i don't uh share it before it um it, look it's just it's in line with the the name of the podcast yeah. and the reason i ask this is because everybody's answer is going to be different and i think that's yeah. beautiful you can ask one question i mean again you know, it's probably the same with every question to be perfect now that i think about it but you know <laughs> i can ask this one question and we all have our own unique perspective on it and i just think it's yeah. very important um love that that's simple.
1: <clears throat> yes.
0: Question <laughs> is um, What yes. does the present moment mean to you, Emily? Oh.
1: What does the present moment mean to me? <clears throat> well, the present moment equals, like, the present moment is a portal. Um, to our divine selves to the spaciousness within to the wisdom within you know everything we've just been talking about to that limitless source of energy within um, the present moment is is the is the potent portal into experiencing that and you know even even deeper (laughs) this is the coolest thing right because I think you know, once people catch on to this, and I I did this for quite some time too, it's like, oh, yeah, okay, I've just got to be present, and then I have that spacious experience. So now all my attention goes to being present. Um, but the present moment is this, <laughs> always, we're never not. We're, we're always present. We don't even have to try to be present because we just are. Um, it's just whether or not we're aware that we're being present or not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. so you know there's there is one moment there is one moment and everything that happens happens within the space of that one moment and that is this this present moment <laughs>
0: yeah yeah no that's a that's a mm. bit, uh, I love the way you put it because it, it, it that'll land home to everybody differently mm. again mm. i suppose that's another reason why i like asking it because
2: those
0: mm. answers are going to resonate with people differently um yeah but regardless it's always it is so important to come back to to each moment um Mm -hmm. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: everybody can it's 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 easy to to get caught yeah yeah
2: Um,
0: yeah so no that's good i appreciate that thank you very much awesome
2: that
0: was cool um did you have anything that come up that we didn't get to talk about Mm. doesn't have to be no
1: i don't think so
0: cool no, that's fine. That was pretty,
2: yeah. Was no, was good.
0: good. I think we touched on a, touched on a, touched on a lot there. I think. Um, yeah. We we'll get a lot out of that information, which is yeah, um, which is great. So thank you, Emily. I appreciate you and your time. You're
1: very welcome. Thank you for um, having me.
0: No worries at all. Um, before we go, just let people know where they can find you, please.
1: Oh yes, of course. Um, you can find me on Instagram at expansion with Emily or website expansionwithemily.com. Um, that's about it at this point. Oh, you could also listen to my music on yes. Spotify. Sure. Um, yeah, the album is Spirit Sounds by Sati, which is S-A-T-I. And Sati is a, a Pali word for mindfulness.
0: Okay. So that's Beautiful. that's I've how I've been so composing yeah at some stage is that the mm-hmm. that new stuff that you'd been working on recently or, or is it no
1: there will be there will be more um, okay, stuff cool. coming on recently but yeah that that's an album from when was that now 2019 or 2018 okay. gotcha. yeah a little while ago yeah all
0: right, sweet. but that's
1: um, yeah meditation music yoga music all instrumental
0: really nice excellent All right thank you again for your time
1: thank you Mitch. take care
0: thanks for listening please subscribe wherever your ears choose to listen and leave a review if this podcast has helped broaden that horizon i'd love to hear from you and what you got out of this episode stay weird be yourself and above all remember to step over the ants